Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA, recorded in the U.S. and streaming all over the world. I'm your host, Justin Barker, and I talk to shotgun shooters from all disciplines, championship-winning coaches, gun clubs, world-class target setters, vendors, and industry-leading companies that fuel the sport. If you're into clay target sports, you are at the right place for insider information from some of the best in the world. Check us out online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Shotgun Sports USA is powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. Also brought to you by Cole Gunsmithing, Ultimate Shooting Accessories, Rick Hemingway's Promatic Trap Sales, Sound Gear, Sound Gear Phantom, Comp and Choke, Clay Shooter Supply, and Clay Target Vision. This week on the podcast, I have three college shooters from Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia. This school has an interesting story on how they started and how good they've become in just a few short years. If you follow college shooting sports, you cannot take your eye off this team. Please welcome to the show, Douglas Williams, Taylor Ray, and Andrew Wyke. All right, today on the show, I have three members of a college shooting team that's right down the road in Statesboro, Georgia. That's Georgia Southern University. And I have Douglas Williams, who's serving as president until next year, when another guest, Taylor A., takes over the job. And also joining me is the vice president of the team, Andrew Wyke. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? How are you? Good. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Good, good. You know, we've been doing this college thing for the past, I don't know, couple months, and you have been a big topic of conversation between a bunch of shooters you know get the georgia southern team on and i figured that's what we do we get some of you on and can't get them all but we'd get some and and get y'all's perspective on shooting at georgia southern so douglas let's start with you tell me a little bit about yourself how you got into shooting what's your major and what made you choose georgia southern i started shooting just like any other typical shooter would uh grew up hunting fishing and uh grew up in outdoors a lot and then by the age of 10 12 i started to get a little itch to shoot a little competitive and i that was from the from the experience and from the guidance of my father who shot well before me and my little brother were born and then we kind of we kind of started growing up and he kind of went away from a little bit until we were old enough to possibly compete and then i started shooting uh in middle school at the 4-h program and then after that uh got more experience with it and then started to have a real love for the game and then I shot my first NSCA target when at the age of 14 or 15, and I just been doing it ever since. And now it's bringing me to uh, to the college level, where uh, we were able to be successful in uh, the past couple of years that we've been able to compete. And uh, I chose to go to Georgia Southern because it was right down the road from my house, and I had a hope in Zeb Miller scholarship, and I wanted to possibly do something with a baseball career at Georgia Southern. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but I was able to participate with a uh, with a baseball team but i also wanted to be able to have some type of shooting program or start something there georgia southern and that's kind of where it's led to now well good taylor's also on with us right now taylor tell me about yourself so my story is kind of similar to doug's i grew up hunting and just being outside with my dad and then i would say in about sixth or seventh grade my dad got me started in 4-h shooting and I shot with them for a couple of years with the local 
um, Mitchell County team. And it was everything was fine until our high school actually got a team. And I joined that along with my sister, who we both shot for about four years. Um, when I graduated, I wanted to continue shooting. And I also wanted to major in nursing. And out of all of my options, I chose Georgia Southern because they had a good team and they had a great nursing program. And I had a lot of family members who also went to Georgia Southern, including my parents. Nice. That's good. Well, Andrew, I've known you for a long time. Uh, you used to travel around with us to tournaments and shoot some of the PSCA qualifiers. And then you grew up and went to school. Uh, what are you majoring in and what led you to Georgia Southern? Right. So um, I'm actually, my major is construction management. I um, actually graduated in t- 2019 and didn't really think I wanted to go to school. Um, started working with my dad, building houses and doing a lot of fun stuff until some of my high school buddies, I'd always shot, you know, like SCTP with all of them. And then they were going on to college and, you know, so I actually went to Tate, uh, my, my good buddy Tate Skipper and um, Bryce Daniel, one of one, like their signing day, you know, just hanging out really. And then um, Coach Marty came up and talked to me and was like, you know, I think we could really, really, we could really use you out here. And so I signed up, went to school and didn't really know how I was going to like it. But I'm glad that I made the choice to go to Georgia Southern. It's a great school for academics and a really great shotgun program. So you, what are you, Andrew, a junior? Yep, I'll, I'll be a junior this year, yes, sir. And, Douglas, you're graduating, right? Yes, sir. I'm already working at a civil engineering company as of right now. Well, good. Good. And Taylor, sophomore, is that right? Yes, that is correct. All right, so this team has an interesting story on how they became a competitive shooting organization at Georgia Southern. And, Douglas, I want you to tell me how this team was formed into what it is now. Yes, sir. Um, I got there freshman year in the fall, and uh, they had this little meet and greet at the shooting, uh, at the shooting sports center right there on Statesboro. And uh, I talked to the president at the time, Walker Sumners, and we kind of went back and forth a little bit. He said that the team wasn't really a competitive team. It was just recreational. And so I just kind of took it as if they're not, not going to do anything with it or they just wanted to just keep it recreational. So come in the spring of uh, 20, be 2019, um, they had SUI shooting in Savannah. And uh, I was out there just shooting. I just shot four. Uh, four city slash Georgia Southern and I, and Marty Fisher was out there and then my dad and Marty got to talking and said why doesn't Georgia Southern have a shotgun team and then Marty I mean Marty he wondered the same thing Marty being alumni of school he came to me and me and him kind of got together and we went back to Walker Sumners who w- was the president at the time we kind of wanted to be able to get a hold of a competition team at Georgia Southern because we were we knew we were able to be able to bring such a, a be able to recruit guys from the state of georgia that could possibly bring something huge uh to georgia southern and me and walker worked together in the fall and then he graduated that fall and he gave it to me and me and marty just kind of worked everything out and were able to start a shooting competition shooting team that following spring and in the uh spring of 2020 and uh that was unfortunately COVID year and uh, we we started that spring and then just grew on from ever since. So basically, if if it wasn't for you and Marty, there probably still wouldn't be a team there. Mm, probably not. <laughs> yeah. So what did the recreational shooting team do before it became a competitive shooting team? Just go out and shoot uh, clays every once in a while, once a month. Um, they just wanted to keep it like that for the longest time, and then gotcha. Uh, and then we just decided one day to start a competition team for the 
for the university and it's kind of worked out pretty good for us so what have you done over the past few years to grow the team and, and what have been your goals as acting president one of my goals was to be able to build a foundation for the shotgun team so when i was when i graduated as of now they can have something they can build off of every year what i want to do the first year is just to form it to have a competition side team and we were able to do that with the few members they had and then the people that i knew that were at georgia already as in gracie whitley and chet thompson and a couple others who are on the team now and um we and then the following year i wanted marty went ahead and started recruiting out of state of georgia that people that me and him knew that i mentioned to go get as in bryce daniel tate skipper andrew wikey um Andrew Cohen and uh, many others from uh, different parts of the state of Georgia. And me and him just kind of sat down together and said, we can really do something big with this team if we just go get those guys, be able to compete at the ACUI Nationals that following year in 2021, go out and do something big. How many shooters are on the team now? 14 shooters as of now. And then we'll be getting a few more coming in the fall. What's the, is there a number that's, you know, I know you got a bunch of other schools that have a lot more shooters than that. Is that kind of the way you want Georgia Southern to end up being? In the near future, we would love for them to be a 25, 30 uh, participant team. But as of right now, on how much growth we're getting now, we want to stay, we want to keep it around 15, 20 people as of now and then continue to grow from there. Right. You want the right people on the team. Exactly. Yeah. Taylor, you're. You're a sophomore, like we mentioned earlier, taking over the role as president. What's your vision for the team in the upcoming years? So, although I've only been on the team for a year, I can say I have learned a lot from Doug. And one of the main takeaways of that is to just continue to grow this team as I can and contract and retain talent from all over to continue the winning pace that we're at. Doug, what does Georgia Southern do to find and recruit shooters to the team? It's just contact with people that we know. I mean, we shoot with, like, Andrew and Tate and Chet. I've shot with them since I was 14, 15 years old, and I knew they were going to go to college one day, and then we kind of, I kind of kept in touch with them, and then and then Marty, me and Marty got in touch together and said, hey, let's go get these guys and bring them to Georgia Southern. He's like, shoot, yeah, let's go get these guys. And then we were able to start a foundation with them and be able to bring a competition team but with the recruiting and be able to get everyone here it's just we just know people in the state of georgia and their surrounding states that are welcome and open arms to go to any school to shoot for and georgia southern is a great university to attend andrew what would you tell people that are on the fence about going to college at georgia southern why should they look at it the main reason I think um, kids should take a look at Georgia Southern is if you have any fear of, you know, not really making any friends at school or anything like that, Georgia Southern just has really that homey feeling. And all the professors there are great. You know, they're really engaging towards their students, and they really want you to learn, and not only to make you a better person in the classroom, but also outside the classroom. And it's, to me, going to a school, a D1 school like that, that has a great football program and great baseball, all that is just, you have it all at once. It's just a great school. Talk about, all three of you can talk about this, how big is Statesboro, Georgia, and what are, what's there to do in Statesboro? You know, we go to class pretty much, and then after that we, we'll, go to, we'll go to practice and all hang out and have a good time. There's, you can go bowling. I mean, we have bowling alleys, we have golf course, like everything. It's just, to me, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. And the thing about Statesboro, Georgia Southern, it feels like everyone knows everybody. Yeah. It don't, like you can go into 
any any part of Statesboro not know somebody. That's the good thing about Georgia Southern. You can walk into any uh, classroom, any any activity that you want to do. You know somebody, and that's the best part about it. So, Andrew, you getting involved with the Clay Target team at Georgia Southern. All that happened was Marty Fisher come up to you and said, hey, I need you on the team, and you just decided to go? I thought he'd have to beg you a little more than that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, at the time, I just like I said, I just really didn't think I wanted to go to school, and I was still young at the time, and I was like, you know, why not give it a try? Because, you know, all my friends were moving away, so there really wouldn't be. So I just gave it a try, and figured try you know try and go get get that degree and um with everybody coming in i knew that the team was going to be something special i'm sure you're glad you decided to do that instead of not get a degree <laughs> you know what i mean right yeah for sure so taylor georgia southern is not a scholarship shooting team but what does the school help with as far as a shooter is concerned so the school does offer some funding for our team as well as support where they also allow us to attend shoots and in most part, give us excused absences to classes for all of our professors if needed. But the team itself pays for the shooters' vests, jerseys, jackets, shells, practice, competitions, hotels, most everything that they will need is a very, very big help. That seems to be like it would be, especially the ammo. You know, how, how does the ammo, situ- oh, yeah. how does that work at, at Georgia Southern? Every youth team around the state of Georgia, I mean, around the country has opportunity to, uh, uh, to uh what's the word to apply for a grant for a shell grant and uh we were last year we were real we we're let's see what's the word i'm trying to say we were waiting on shell grants to just arrive with everything that was happening with backups and everything like that and that's what we were waiting on to, for us to go shoot some more but shell grants are or is what we is what has helped us to be able to go shoot and practice and uh We've gotten a few show grants um, in the past couple of months that we're very, very grateful for. So that's kind of what helps us to what what, what will help the team um, be able to move on from move on to the future. So yeah, something I found interesting about Georgia Southern is that Georgia Southern's only been shooting ACUI national championships for two years. Now, correct me if any of this is wrong. Okay, the first the first year was twenty one, and you started out as a D four team and won the championship in that division. Okay, this year, 2022, you moved up to Division Three and won the national championship as well in that division. Now, the team won their divisions, but the team also finished sixth overall in 2022, which I feel is pretty strong. Next year in 23, you're going to be a Division Two team going into the national championship. So explain to me how these divisions work, Doug. Divisions work on the... Divisions work on how many people you bring and also the type of school you are. So Division Four is set for teams that are, say, a JUCO junior college team, a community college, and a NAIA school, or a first-year national championship team. The first time any other any team's been there, and then that's how that's um that's how those teams are thrown in Division Four. Division Three are for uh, second-year teams and then above, and then those teams are based off of I think, 10 or 15 people in that division. And then Division Two moves from 15 to 20. And then Division One moves from 20 to 20 plus. So it depends on how many people you bring to the national championship is what division you, you're classified in. So we were classified Division Four last year because that was our first year going. 
and we only took 10 people. And then we we thought we'd do the same again this year, take 10 people, and we were classified in Division Three. And we were fortunate enough to win uh, the past few years in Division Four, Division Three. But now next year, they're coming out with a totally different um, organization to shoot. So it's not going to be ACUI anymore. As of right now, that's what they're talking about. It's going to be something different where we have to compete against Division One teams in every category. So how does that affect? So how does that affect the shooting team? I don't think it'll affect the shooting team much. Our guys at Georgia Southern, I mean, just like any other school, they have, I mean, they have expertise and everything. But I feel like Georgia Southern and the state of Georgia, everyone's good at every discipline because we grew up shooting SCTP targets and we have to shoot American skeet traps, sporting, and then. We shoot double skeet and then double trap as much as we can, but I feel like Georgia Southern will be able to compete against other Division One teams such as powerhouses like Texas A&M and then Alabama and many other different Division One schools. I think we'll be able to compete against those teams in the near future with the people that are still there and the people that are coming in. Coming in, so I don't see much difference being with the competition level. I just feel like. When we when we do have to compete, when they do have to compete against those bigger teams, they're going to have to take more people just to have a little bit more cushion with the scores and everything like that. So, Taylor, what other tournaments does Georgia Southern compete in throughout the year? So, for the past couple of years, like Doug had mentioned, we have shot in ACY for the most part. We've dabbled in a little bit of NSCA, SCTP type tournaments, maybe like one or two, like the Junior US Open or something along those lines but um with this new program that will be something different but i think it's a good different for the team something that will be i think it'll be very beneficial for the team in every aspect andrew you brought or douglas all of you really brought up marty fisher he's had he has a lot of experience in clay target shooting what are some of the opportunities marty has brought to the table by being involved at georgia southern i could go on and on about marty but i'm gonna keep it pretty sweet and simple but marty coach marty is we're very fortunate to have them, you know, with him growing up shooting, growing up hunting and designing courses. He just, he's been around the game for so long. And I feel like he really knows what he's talking about and everything that he says just really helps us and boosts us in every way possible. So Taylor, where does the team practice at and what kind of practice schedule is the team on? So the, ma- the team mainly practices at Bagel because it's close to school during the week and um, closer to practice time or Closer to tournaments, we'll go to Forest City to practice two to three times a week, maybe four if we have national something coming up. I'm trying to get a schedule set up for the fall for the team practice. Uh, Marty has talked to me a little bit about a new course that he's having set up somewhere in Better, I believe, that we might go practice at. So we'll just we have a couple options that we constantly go through. Does the does the shooting team look at grades, and does that affect whether or not someone can participate in tournaments or not? The team does look at grades in a sense, but they don't necessarily determine whether someone goes to a tournament or not. That also depends on like for nationals, we only took 10 people. So it does depend on your participation in the club as well as your grades. But it's also, I don't know, for example, if you have a 4 GPA, but you aren't the best shot on the team or you don't go to a lot of practices or put in the work needed, then you might not get to go to certain tournaments. So it depends on how much work you put in and that we see so we can decide who goes because it is a lot of money we're having to pay for it. Talk about your fundraisers and how important they are for the team. So our fundraisers pretty much are our lifeline for the team. The 
school does help us a little bit with funding, but it's mainly up to us. They help us allow us to participate in practice, defer travel costs, tournament expensive, hotels, just, I mean, without fundraisers, we wouldn't be able to do anything that we can now. So what kind of fundraisers do you have and, and when do you have these fundraisers? Um, our two biggest fundraisers that we had in the, the past few falls that uh, we've had the team is uh, we had the Eagle Clay Day, which is held in the fall at Four City. And uh, we have a golf cart raffle that we sell 300 tickets for $100 a piece. And then that, those two are our biggest fundraisers um, as of right now. Those are only two fundraisers that we've done. We're looking hopefully get more fundraisers throughout the state of Georgia. Have like a, um, have a shoot in Macon, have a shoot in Augusta, and have hopefully have a shoot somewhere down where Taylor's from, hopefully. And uh, be able to be able to bring in new people who love who love georgia southern and want to help grow this team as much as they can so those are our main fundraisers is the eagle clay day at four city and then the golf cart raffle that we do every fall but we're looking to add more fundraisers into the well they are looking into adding more fundraisers into the near future to help grow this team as much as possible if anyone wants to help grow the team or help you with uh your shooting team how do they how do they donate we have a flyer say like um it has like different amounts on it and each amount means some different type of sponsorship they can either sponsor the team if they want to or they can have a donation and they donate and do the sponsorship through a certain link that we have set up for the that goes into our foundation account and uh anyone can do it um they can find it on uh on our facebook website i'm pretty sure and uh we um with the many donations and sponsorships that we have as of now we um we're very grateful how we get them but we are always looking for people to donate and then help us grow um, as much as we can yeah andrew if someone is interesting and interested in being involved with the georgia southern clay target team how do they get involved yeah so um they could actually if they really want to meet some, some of the guys on the team and our, our coaches, um, we'll actually, you can sign up for a fundraiser shoot or you can look at us on um, Facebook. You can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook and um, we'll get in touch with you and see where it goes. Yeah, there might be somebody out there that you guys haven't seen yet that really can deal with it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're always looking to add new shooters to the group. Yeah. Andrew, you're being awful quiet tonight. From what I can remember, a few years back, you always had some story to tell. What you got for me tonight? Oh, I have a good one. All right, let's hear Great it. One. Let's hear it. So, you know, me and Tate, we live in the same neighborhood, pretty much neighbors. So Tate decides that he was going to be evil Knievel one night at um, one of our buddies' house. You know, we're just out there all just hanging out, playing cornhole. So it's, what is it, Doug, about one week till Nationals? It's the week two? prior before we go to Nationals. Yeah, week prior, first National Championship, um, everybody is just shooting really good, and we're really all excited about it. But um tate decides that he wants to try and pull evil Knievel stunt so statesboro we all have boats and stuff you know so we can go fish on one afternoon or anything like that so we had a fire and there was two john boats in the yard so tate was like hey let's you know let's set these two boats up almost like a ramp and you know i'm gonna jump over and everybody was just like ah you know i actually don't think it's a good idea he's like come on man you know it's like like six foot so like all right what was he gonna jump over it with what was he gonna jump over it with a dirt bike. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, he gets back there, starts revving it up, and he hits, jumps, makes it over the fire, and um, 
as he's coming down, the front wheel catches and throws him off. And so, you know, he gets up, like, are you, like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I feel fine. About 20 minutes rolls around. He's like, man, my shoulder's not really feeling too good. Long story short, goes to the doctor, broke his collarbone. I mean, his collarbone just looks like a piece of celery you just snapped in half. So he goes and has surgery and actually has a plate put in with, like, four, about four screws. So takes that. <laughs> He said, "You know, you, if you make a stupid decision, uh, a stupid decision, you're going to pay the price for it." So he actually, we went, he went on and shot in a sling that week in Texas, and actually shot very well. Yeah. But you, you could tell that he was definitely hurting and probably regretted doing doing that the week prior before nationals. So we're going to try and keep the dirt bikes away from Tate. Yeah. Oh, evil can evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you talking to me and. Uh, maybe somebody will hear this that wants to go to Georgia Southern and gets in touch with you, or you find somebody that has the talent to join y'all's team, and and it turns out good for you. So I appreciate you coming on and spending some time with me. Yeah, man, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we'll talk to y'all later.